So in this podcast, I'm going to talk about how to program yourself to feel better and happier and everything, right? So go get a tea or a coffee. You know what time it is. It's too late for me. I can't have any more caffeine. Oh, woe is me. Okay, so um, I'm just going to sit here with nothing. But anyway, you enjoy your tea and coffee. So um, I'll start this off with kind of, first of all, saying thank you so much to everyone who listens. I looked at the figures the other day and I was, well, pleasantly surprised. I don't do it for figures. I don't do it for what fan base or anything like that um i just do it because well i think sometimes you know you, you guys just need a bit of something positive you know and you know we have to learn about our own strengths and i'm like a fucking balloon i cannot get down if i tried like i'm just constantly buoyant so i was like oh, i'll just put that attitude on a potty and then you know, then you've got access, right? And I know I'm not always available, so da-da, here we are. So the first thing I want to do is say thank you. You don't have to listen to me, but you take time out of your day to listen to me. Then you take time out of your day to feed this back to me. So that's a lot of time that I'm taking up of you guys. So I really appreciate that. And then the loyalty is ridiculous. Like, you don't just listen to one, you listen to them all, or listen to more than one. Like, it's just mind-boggling and incredible. Um, But more importantly, you always tell me how it helps. Now, the good thing about that is it's non-egocentric, right? I need to know what helps so that I need, like, I can channel better, right? And channeling isn't always about predictions in the future. It's about reading in the room. So, you know, like... Say if you want to help someone, you kind of channeling is a bit like that. It's about being empathic. It's about being sympathetic. It's about how can I help in this situation, right? So it's really nice of you to tell me what parts of me you need. So I really appreciate that. We don't have a lot of time here on earth. And you guys give me your time. So that is incredible. So I really appreciate that. Now then, we're going to move on to the next thing I'm going to talk about, which is the feedback that I've been getting, um, the overarching feeling and the overarching kind of messages that you've been kind of giving me is my podcasts and my messages and my Instagram and whatevs gives you hope, right? And well, you're going to wait till the new magazine comes out, that's going to blow your socks off, but it gives you hope and I couldn't quite understand it. I was like, why am I hearing that I give hope to you guys? But also, where, why does no one have any hope? What's going on? Now, I'm kind of spiritual and um, I have Jesus in my heart. I have Allah in my heart. I have lots of different things in my heart. I'm not religious though, you know. Um, but I have a lot of uh, spiritual components and tools in my toolbox that help me um, feel like I'm cradled through life. Now, I'm not going to push that on anybody, but if I'm that person for you, then that is beautiful, isn't it? That's lovely. So I thought I need to do what people do 
because I live a very unique life in the sense of I live in my own little world. I do. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't notice half of what's going on. I live in La La Land. I'm talking to things in my head half the time. I read my environment. I find things incredibly beautiful, but I understand that my lens is a little bit different and that could be down to so many different things. I don't think it's entirely down to being psychic, but it has a, there's a collection of different lenses that I have that, you know, create a lovely world that I, I live in. So what I decided to do was take a step out of my routines and I can talk to you about my routines if you like. So maybe we can do a bit of a life swap. We can't do a wife swap because I haven't got one, but we can definitely do a life swap. So how about we talk about the routines first, right? So the my routine is at the moment, I have the absolute gift of being able to get up when I want. I, I'm out of contract at the moment with my corporate stuff. So typically I'm going to bed at about 9 p.m. I've spoken openly about my health issues in the sense of I'm on the repair. <laughs> so I don't have health issues as in I'm going to die, but I have health issues in the sense of I'm pretty burnt out. So I'm going to bed about 9 p.m. Reading seems to be quite a struggle at the moment in the sense of I can read a couple of pages and then I forget what I've read. And so I don't really have the brain power for it. And then I'm sleeping in until 8 a.m. So I'm having like 11 hours. So this is really nice. Um, and then I get up and I've introduced workouts again. So typically I have a coffee. I get back into bed. Um, I normally do my podcasts at that time. Uh, you'll hear me in the morning sipping away. Here's a little tip for you. Um, well, a little inside scoop. When I have coffee on a podcast, I'm doing it in the morning. When I have tea, I'm doing the podcast in the in the evening or the afternoon. <gasps> inside information. So anyway, um, I have a coffee and then I get up and um, I make myself a little bit of a breakfast. That is that changes. Um, and then because I'm. I'm meeting a nutritionist at the moment so we've got my diet going on and then um work out and then I do a bit of work open the laptop got a lot of psychic stuff do a lot of that and then I go for a walk walk um I don't know why I stammered there but like a wander basically and that typically will be an hour two hours yeah and then I come back um listen to a bit of music do a bit of work again and then, you know, make some meals throughout the day and then watch a bit of TV. Now, we all know that I'm addicted to vigil because I'm studying the art of an amazing relationship that those those girls have. So I'm doing that and then I go back to bed. So, da-da, you can have my life. It's pretty simple. Right, so on that note, I changed my routine. I was like, no more tranquility, no more um, relaxation, and no more taking my time. I'm gonna do what, you know, pretty much everyone's doing, right? So I've been getting up and I've been putting the TV on, I've been watching the news. Ugh. And then I've been going on social media and scrolling. I've even taken up keyboard worrying, I kid you not. Been doing that a lot. And then I've put the news on again. I've been going for a walk and listen to 
you know, current affairs, so news again. And then I've been coming in. Now I've only been able to do this for a few days, I'm not gonna lie. It's horrendous. I never ever wanna do this again. Now I understand why you guys tell me that I give you hope because I have never felt so mentally challenged as I have done since scrolling, since news, since watching a lot of television, since looking and, and seeking out doom. I get it, now I get it, I get it. So now I see that my vibrancy and my energy is playful and now I see how it's a crutch because I've never needed me more than anything in these last two days. This is why it's important to stay away from doom, gloom and all of this because my filter started to change. So, you know, I see beauty in a lot of things and a lot of people and I get very enthusiastic. The last couple of days I have realized that I have become negative in thinking I have become more sensitive um, and more worrisome about stuff that I don't need to be worrying about. I also started to feed into this scrolling crap, which is I saw a couple of videos about how we live in a simulation. Oh, for the love of God, are you joking? No pun intended. Now, I've written... God, why am I stammering today? I've read a lot of books around the perception of life and I would agree that we project and we what we create in our minds, we project outwards. And I am literally talking about this right now. So normally my filter, so I've, I work really hard on my filter. And what I mean by that, is I'm thinking positive, I'm thinking of wealth, I'm thinking of feeling enriched, I'm thinking of good people. So my brain then has a job of collecting and filtering out all of those experiences. Now the best way that I can describe it is, if you and me went to town, and I had in my mind that I wanted a yellow car, but I didn't tell you about this yellow car, I was just thinking about, yeah, I wanna get a really yellow car. And you were thinking in the back of your mind, you wouldn't mind getting a dog. But we haven't told each other. You're thinking about dog and I'm thinking about yellow car. We go down this road in town, we go for a coffee, we go for a chat. And then I think about all the yellow cars that I saw. I saw about two of them today. And you think about all the dogs that you saw, you saw about six. Now I could say to you, by the way, did you see any yellow cars today? And you would say, nah, didn't see any. Yeah, I saw two. We're having exactly the same experience, but because I am focused and my filter is on yellow cars, my brain, with all of the billions of pixels and experiences and things and people that my mind is scanning throughout my experience, it picks up on what I was thinking about because it thinks that's what I want. So it brings it to order. You, however, said to me, did you, uh, did you see any dogs today? I might have seen one, if that. Not really, I don't know what, what pedigree it was or what or what do they call it? Brand of dog? What do they call it? Oh my God, my granny's turning in her, like literally, she, she was a dog breeder for Croft. She's going to kill me for not knowing this. Um, the 
Oh my god! The brand of dog. That's not right. But you know what I'm trying to say? <coughs> breed! Jeez. Breed. Okay. Thanks, Granny. Okay. So you would have... Your mind has selected... <coughs> sorry. Breed... I get really excited that I almost cut off oxygen. You would have selected breeds of dogs, 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 all in detail, all in detail. Now, what's happened in the last couple of days is because I keep giving my brain negative shit, negative shit, world's gonna end, world's gonna end. We're in a simulation. I'm a computer game. I'm essentially Pac-Man. Like, apparently there's layers and layers and layers of code. I don't even exist, what's the point? What the hell? So my brain is now looking around for more negative things, more negative things. I walk down my normal road today and every single time I stop, and this isn't a pun, I genuinely do this. I stop and I smell the roses. There's a rose bush. If you ever visit me, I'll have to take you. The roses are exquisite. They smell gorgeous. I would love to pick them, but I won't because there's only like three of them and I won't. Nobody does. And they are so brilliant in smell. And today and yesterday, I walked straight past it. Walked straight past it because my filter had changed. So I wasn't looking out for gorgeousness. I wasn't looking out for beauty. I was looking out for fear. I was looking out for Matrix. I was looking out for code. I was looking out for aliens. Like, what the hell? I feel deranged. Honestly, I was. I walked in and I have this massive bottle of Prosecco. I don't know why, because I don't drink. I'm going to take it up again, though. And I was looking at it thinking, my God, shall me and you have a date? Like, what the hell? And, yeah, it, it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. Literally. So now I get it. Now I get it. So this is what I need you to do, guys. This is what I need you to do. We need to do a life swap, but I'm not going in, in this world again. Forget it. If this is the real world, I'm not doing it. First of all, I do want to cover off. There is no simulation. Um, there has been documents released through governing bodies, etc., around the concept of simulation, and they have proven it to a degree, but they've also done documents around manifestation. I know this because I read them, but it's not enough to warrant the slogan, we live in it as a computer game. Uh, this is ridiculous. The, that, what that does, that theory of being completely insignificant and trapped inside of a computer, it makes you feel powerless and it makes you feel soulless, but it also takes away the concept of God. Now, I imagine that would be really easy to control people then if they generally think they are non-important. There is no God and you're just merely being manipulated by yourself and some code and you think some alien is telling you where to go. Are you serious? Like, first of all, I really doubt an alien has the inclination to sit there with a remote control in its hand or three fingers or whatever it's got and push me around a platform. My life is so uninteresting. My alien must be asleep or just really boring because it, it could at least put me on an adventure but it hasn't. So that theory has gone out the window. 
So there's lots of these suggestions about what life is, and I think everyone's just missing the point. Like, life is just very simple. Planet Earth is very simple. We're the blue planet. We're a gorgeous planet. We're on a solar system. Whether aliens exist or not, I'm not too sure. I don't really care. But it's like, if you read enough books about miracles, it will make you cry because you will realize how fragile life is, how miracles actually happen, and how you're never alone, you know? So you don't need to be watching all this news and having all these reports popping up on your phone and then being dragged into this debate about who we are. Why do we have to know who we are? Why can't we just enjoy the roses? Why can't we just enjoy going for a walk? Why can't we just enjoy having an early night? Why must we weigh our protein all the time? You know, work out in the gym all the time for a body that's not even strong, you know? I saw a video and there was an older guy, old war veteran, and he did those pull-ups against someone who went to the gym who's a lot younger and he was ripped to shit. The older guy whooped his motherfucking ass because he had the core strength, you know? You know, he's obviously does stuff around the house and builds things, you know, like a real man, like does sh works in his shed and things, you know? So all this protein and all these workouts, all you're doing is stressing yourself out. You might look good on the outside, but on the inside, flimsy as, flimsy. So stop trying to hit all these goals all the time and be influenced all the time. You know, you gotta live your life. And living actually is doing nothing and just chilling. Would you have the balls to go into the jungle and say to King Gorilla, what, what do you think you're doing? You're just hanging around. But you've got kingdoms to build and other jungles to explore. Chop, chop, come on. You wouldn't, would you? Because that gorilla's chilling in his own little world, peeling a banana and just hanging around. That's what he's meant to do, chill out. Now and again, he'll pat his chest a bit and dominate. But he ain't harming anyone, you know? So we're very much the same. And it's the same like the roses. Do I look at the roses and boss them about and tell them, come on, there's only three of you. You should, be, you should have more roses. Come on. No, what I do is I go smell these roses. I appreciate that at any day I could go up to those roses and they might have died. And then I've got to wait for the next cycle. So every day I walk past and I think, oh, you're still here, brilliant. Because I'm no gardener, I don't know when these roses drop off. But I just really appreciate them. I'm, I'm, honestly, they smell exquisite. I need to get a rose bush or some rose plant or something from my flat. Like, it's not even my flat I rent. But it's like, I just need to get some kind of rose smell going on. But it's absolutely exquisite. You know, and then when I go for a walk, I'm humbled by the fact that you know, nature has an incredible way of being diversified. You have trees, bushes, flowers, weeds, they all it all lives together. Right? I know we could learn a few things, right? All lives together. And do you know what the trees do? The trees are absolutely incredible, right? So you might want to get your ass off to a tree hugging 
lesson. I'm not even joking about this. I thought it was a big joke and I thought there's no way I'm turning into one of them hippies that hug trees. So I thought, curiosity killed the cat. I'm going to go. And I went and I learned so much. My brain exploded. And I now know how to channel trees and it's the best thing since sliced bread. Anyway, do it. Just try it. Sod it. So anyway, trees. If you get one tree that is by a river or water source, you get another tree that isn't quite near it. That tree that's near the water source will put its roots out, suck in a load of water and then transfer the water, put its roots out and help its mate who can't access the water. How incredible is that? You know, that's so cool. We have so much at our fingertips. I need to get a new uh, microscope because I like collecting stuff and putting it under the microscope. You want to feel like you've had a bad day? You put something under the microscope and you see it moving or you see things like I freeze water, I give it compliments and then I look at the shapes that it's caused when I freeze it. Honestly, it's so brilliant. Honestly, if you ever want a play day, you let me know. We'll get some microscopes and we'll start writing our little journals of our findings, you know. That would be like the best date in the world, to be honest with you. I don't want to go to a fancy restaurant. I want to do this. So that would be really cool. So look, you've got a couple of tools here. I would look at your life and look at your routine. Your routine and your habits are going to create your mood. And... Working out all the time, measuring your food all the time, watching the news all the time. How is that any of that joyous? Where's your joy coming from? Where's your enthusiastic enthusiasm coming from? Ignore all these theories about we being in a simulation. I know that we what we project goes outward like I said about the filter and I know I, I believe it's the Hindu religion the um, the festival of light when you kind of start to look at the spiritual meaning of light and how it's projected it does kind of hint at that and it explains it but we definitely are not in a computer game you know it's just bizarre a, I know too much about miracles and angels. Get books on angels, that's fascinating. But also, where's my messages coming from? My predictions. So I'm some little Pac-Man. And what, my master alien is telling me to tell you? I don't think so. I just don't think so at all. But it's such one giant head mess, isn't it? Just keep grounded. Stay rooted. And I really challenge you to go and do some random course, whether it's woodwork, whether it's tree hogging. You know, I know they do that or they did do that at Kew Gardens in London. So look at your local parks and see what um, courses they've got. Yeah, it's really cool. Do some meditation stuff, learn an instrument. I'm saving up for the cello. I thought it'd be lovely to spend an evening, well, a couple of evenings just... What, on a couple of evenings? The, in the evenings, do playing the cello. I think that would be absolutely lovely. So try and move away from the programming. Don't program. Because like I said about programming, I'm thinking yellow car, yellow car, yellow car. All I'm going to see is yellow car. So without knowing it, if you're sitting there in the morning, eating your breakfast, 
watching the news, that day you're just going to be looking at what that news was telling you about. High bills, high mortgage rates, high, you know, murder rate, high this, high that. You'll be looking out for it and that's only one snippet of the day. So if you're looking at stuff like that throughout the day, your filter is so off. Do you know what I do at meal times? I light my candles. I sit at the table, I light candles like I'm on a date. I just sit there and enjoy my food. Yeah. And then I'll have some nice music on in the background. But I watch what I'm listening. Watch what I'm listening to, what the hell? I watch what I'm watching. Um, watch out for what I'm watching and digesting and listening to. Because that's what's going to be projected. That, that, that tells the filter what to bring in more of if you want an opportunity of a great life or a great job or a great relationship you've got to play with that filter that's why i am obsessed with vigil and the um two characters on there because i want that relationship i want to come in from hard day's work and you know my partner's made me a cup of tea and I want my partner to ask how my day is. That's what. That's all I want. You'd think that was really easy. Apparently it's not. And I want that because I need to change my filter and what I'm looking for, what I'm looking for, what I'm seeking out, what my brain and my momentum is bringing in. Change your filter. Change it towards yourself as well. So there's a great hypnotherapist called Marissa Peer. M-A-R-I-S-A-P-E-E-R. And she talks about writing, because you can get like glass pens, not glass pens as in pens that write on glass, sorry. And um, you can write on your mirrors compliments about yourself. Every day I write down 20 compliments about myself because I'm changing my filter on how I feel about myself, think about myself. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. But look, you know, so much at our fingertips, let's get creating. You know, don't get bogged down by all that shit. You don't need it. You don't need it. It's crap. It's just noise that you don't want, all right? So on that note, love you very much. I hope you enjoyed your tea. You'll have to tell me about it. Love you. Bye.